Hello, welcome to Codependent and Shit, a real ass bitch talking about real ass shit. What's going on, guys? What the fuck is going on? Really, though, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm over it. Um, that sounds like so petty. Um, everyone's over it. Um, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? Um, so, this episode, I'm just gonna keep it really real, um, like usual, you know, and current, and what I'm going through, and what you might be going through, too, because this shit is trying as fuck. I'm gonna go into this more. But first things first, how in the fuck is reality reality right now? This is scary. I'm not gonna lie. Last week, I was very... I was totally spiritually bypassing this whole thing. Last week, I was like, there's a higher purpose to this. We need this. Just really trying to see the silver lining a little too soon. And not really dealing with feels I had regarding this. Or I'm really good at doing that with like any situation. I, I'm good at spiritual bypass and then it all smacks me in the face. I'm like, wait, there were dense feelings around this I needed to deal with. Oh, shit. And now they're coming up. I'm not doing well this week. I'm not with this whole like fucking quarantine stay home thing. Um, my a big thing I do, which we all do while we're suffering, is we distract ourselves. We go out and do things and we kind of just like go, go, go. And, and that's my thing totally amongst many other things um, and can't do that right now. And I'm kind of like, what am I supposed to do? And it's just, there's so much fucking reality coming up. And I think that is um, something a lot of people are struggling with too. Is like, with how things are and how we have to stay home right now. Home, your home life is kind of your reality. It's kind of the only, like the most concrete reality you have. Because your home life is, it's kind of consistent there's it's yeah it's always there you always come home to home right like you have to come back to this this is not like this is your reality and if anything's being shown to us it might be how unhappy your reality is how unhappy your home life is I feel for people right now that are they live with um toxic partners, toxic family members, abusive partners, abusive family members, like, fuck, like, those people are stuck with those people right now, like, I'm sure there's so many people that they're, like, their haven, their safe haven is going to school or going to work or, like, going anywhere, and now they're stuck at home, and there's nowhere they can go, and that is, uh, my heart breaks for them, because you know that's going on, and if that's going on for you, I'm so sorry, um, I think that's like the biggest, just one of the biggest challenges of this is, is that we're faced with fucking reality right now. And it's like, I feel guilty because my reality isn't even that bad. My reality is I'm, I live at home with my son. I live at home with a four year old and like, I feel so guilty that I'm like, fuck, like, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This shit sucks. I'm going to go ahead and say this for all the parents that are too scared to fucking say it. Because it sucks all the time, yo. I don't give a fuck. 
fuck you if you judge me. (laughs) Parenting, especially single parenting, we don't all love it. Just because we had children doesn't mean we love being parents. It's fucking hard as fuck. And it sucks. I'm gonna say it again. This shit sucks. Having a four-year-old by myself sucks. And my family's been giving me so much grief about my parenting. I've been being so triggered. I, for some reason, agreed to go to the mountains with my my mother and my sister, who I've talked about on this show. I agreed to go. I have not gone on a family trip in, I don't know, five years because I don't go because I cannot be around them. I cannot coexist. It doesn't work. So I just don't. But because, you know, I thought the world might be fucking ending, I agreed to go. I was like, fine. This could be like my last family trip. I should go. You know, who fucking knows what's going to happen next with this shit? Really? Um, and I feel like I did okay. Like, I didn't even think it was that bad, but somehow still, like, I'm an awful person to them, and I wasn't present, and I've just had so much come up for me, like, realizing, like, how I my family and me are just, we will never be a family. Like, it's never gonna, like, we're on different planets. They think I am this awful person, and they literally told me the other night they can't, name one positive thing about me as a mother um, amongst other things so yeah that's I can't accept that <laughs> I'm literally doing my best all the time to raise a little boy by myself and I my support system says that says that to me so that's not really a support system is it no so realizing that um, in these times that all I have is it's like my son and and not feeling like I have uh, anyone right now, like, with all this, and, like, anyone that I really trust, and being around family might make you really realize how much you hate, um, having to give this watered-down version of yourself to people, like, like me, like, I realize my family complains I'm not present, that's what they said when we went to the mountains, I'm not present, and I realize I'm not present, because I'm so uncomfortable when I'm around them because I can't be myself. I don't know who to act like in front of them. Because no matter what I do, either way, like, they just say I'm, like, doing something wrong as a parent or a mother. I mean, same thing. Or just as a person in general. I'm a terrible person to my sister, she says. And, um, even the things I'm getting into as far as, like, spirituality, sacred sexuality, and, like, all that, um... My sister tried to use that against me. I'm going on my own tangent, but, like, she thinks as a mother I can't be speaking on sexuality. And, like, I'm... Why? Why? Because I'm 28, I can't still be a sexual person. I can't discuss sacred feminine sexuality. And I'm talking, like, healthy female sexuality is something I'm trying to go into and use my Instagram as a platform for it. My sister said that is... It's not okay. But she can post half-naked pictures of her. Oh, great. Anyways, I'm not using this to talk shit. I'm just venting. This episode, I'm kind of venting. I don't know what to do right now, guys. Anyways, realizing I can't even just be who I am around my family. And you, you maybe you can relate. You're like the black sheep, too. And you have to give this like weird version of yourself that's not really you. And so when you're around these people, you aren't really you. And you don't feel like you want to be there. And you might be on your phone. And you might just be really checked out. That's, that's me. And... Feeling like I have no fucking support. It sucks. 
Uh, I have more support from strangers, not strangers, but people that are not my family. They're like people I've met in life. My real family is not even my family. It's life family, which I guess that's just what it is for me. Um, anyways, I don't know what I was going to go into. This episode is just all over the place. I've recorded two episodes since the last episode, and I don't like any of them because I just don't... I just don't know where to go with anything right now. I feel like with what's going on, do people really care about self-development right now? Do people Are people really working on codependency? Because I feel like there's too much fear around our basic um, life and basic health to care about like being codependent. That's kind of how I've been feeling. I'm like, are people listening to podcasts about this stuff right now? I feel like everyone's still in this hysteria bubble where they're kind of like focused on um, what's going on and like checking news on that and just making sure that every day we're like where we're at. Can we even walk out of the house today? So, but I mean in time, things will go back to normal, right? I hope so. So you know what I really want to start, I'm going to get into in this episode as a way to liberate myself. I've decided and um, just discuss this topic in general. And if you have kids, how you can handle this differently, more consciously. If you were like me or like me and you feel shame around it in this aspect, let's just, I'm going to just fucking put it all out on the table. I am very into, um, I'm starting to get really into sacred female sexual energy a woman being able to step into her sexual energy with um full just just fully stepping into it like not because the way sexuality falls for women it's either we're too sexual or we're not sexual enough so a lot of us don't know how to show up because we have weird societal things that got put on us it's patriarchal stuff i don't care it's fucking it i'm sorry don't call don't start calling me a card carrying feminist for dropping the word patriarchy in my episode but it's fucking true oh women used to be years thousands of years ago when like we worshiped goddesses when we treated women a whole different way and women and men were both worshiped and it worked and those goddesses were very fully expressed sexual women um, and it was okay. Sexuality was treated differently. And then somewhere along the line, women started getting suppressed, started burning them, <laughs> started calling them witches, burning them. Um, a woman being magical, being a priestess, being in touch with nature, with spirituality. Um, we decided they were witches. We started burning them and then a patriarchy started. And then, you know, sexuality for women just started getting pushed, pushed down further. And then all of a sudden it turned into this thing that men do and men have control over. And then women we're like allowed to do it, but only like at the like expect, like if they want to do it. And then like, we like make babies for them and stuff. But like, we really like sex. We're a whore. And if, um, they like sex, it's totally fine. Right? I'm talking I'm getting into all these double standards right now because it's fucking horseshit. Women are allowed to be sexual. We're allowed to be as sexual as men are. Um, there's a way to show up in sexuality where it's not bad. It's not bad if you're just doing it on your own terms. What you might be comfortable doing sexually might not be what the next person 
thinks is okay but it doesn't fucking matter because all that matters is what are you okay with what you're doing and i think that a big problem we have though is women are having sex when they truly don't want to be having sex they they have sex because they feel like they owe men sex they have sex because they feel um insecure they have sex just for the wrong reasons is a woman having sex bad is a woman having casual sex bad no 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 is a woman being a sexual a hypersexual woman bad no she's not a slut because she's hypersexual that's her nature that's just her nature can she use that sexuality responsibly yes it's just about being conscious of her intentions with her sex the intentions of why she's doing it and owning it and i just really am starting to feel really passionate about women stepping into owning their sexuality owning it being proud and just embracing this energy because it's so powerful it's beautiful it's fucking seductive it's i love it i love it um and i feel like i really called to go start being in this realm of uh female sexuality because i this is my own issue that i've struggled with because i'm gonna get really really real and tell you guys some shit that i um have only told a couple people of my life few people because i've felt so much shame and it's all coming up (laughs) um when i was a kid when i was a really little girl um sorry this isn't really pg episode but like i mean g it's, it's i'm going into detail and this is just the reality i was always a a hypersexual female i've always been that way um when i was young i figured out how to self-pleasure like really young like i figured out how to give myself an orgasm i'm sorry if that is not proof that this is fucking nature i don't know what is and to me i've always known that i was like that was nature no one showed me how to do it i did it myself i figured out how to do it and i liked it and I didn't stop. <laughs> that was my first addiction. Self-pleasure. I was a kid. I didn't really fully know what I was doing. I would get in trouble. I'd get in trouble at school. Um, and the school was like, yeah, teachers would talk to my mom. And then I had to like learn, okay, don't do that. But I would still, I'd go to the bathroom. Like It was crazy, yo. It was, it's, and it's sad to look back and realize that that was a coping mechanism for me since I was really little. I found this thing to escape reality. And I went crazy with it. And... um but the problem is it wasn't wrong what I was doing. However, at home, I was treated like I was a freak. My family um, shamed the absolute fuck out of me for self-pleasure. I would get caught. And every time I got caught, it was this big spectacle. They would like announce to each other that I was doing it. They, they called it my thing. It'd be like, she's doing her thing again. Oh my God, Ashley's doing her thing again. And... Just for a second, I want to focus on that right there. She's doing her thing. That is implying that the thing I'm doing is a thing that only I do. There's a weird connotation with that that makes it sound like I'm this freaky, weird person that has this thing they do. When in reality, every fucking human can do this and does this. It is a part of our fucking human nature to self-pleasure. And I was treated like I was a fucking weirdo. And, and my I absorbed all of this and I thought I'm a freak I'm too sexual and I developed so much shame I couldn't stop doing it but I would and I wouldn't stop getting shamed for it it was 
It was so fucked up. (laughs) And I thought there was something wrong with me. I internalized all of it every time I got caught. And I even remember my mom, I can remember, she asked a doctor about this. And I remember her telling her friend on the phone, well, I asked the doctor and the doctor said, I should just let her go in a room and do it. So the doctor told my mom that this was normal and to just let me go do my thing in privacy. And she still would treat me like I was doing something wrong and like I was a freak for doing this. So I just really want to touch on if you have kids, fucking let's be conscious about how we go about addressing these things, especially sexuality, because when you don't handle that well, it's going to have effects on your kid. I went into years and years and years of having the most fucked up relationship with my sexuality and I can talk about all the way it manifested all of it came up in my EDM, EMDR I've been doing I realized how much sex shame I have so much shame sex came up so much for me in my treatments and I had so much shame I've done from things I've done and just why I, I don't it's just shame 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 around sex and I've always felt like still because I'm a hypersexual female, I've always felt like, oh, I'm a freak. There must be something wrong with me. When in reality, there's plenty of hypersexual women where it's unfortunately a lot of them are not wanting, aren't ready to speak out because we still feel like there's something wrong with it. And it's for multiple reasons, society and yeah, maybe even you had this kind of experience with your family. There's nothing fucking wrong with a kid discovering self-pleasure. My son's starting to notice his body parts and stuff and he's getting you know feels and whatever and when his body's having a reaction that male's bodies do I just and he's you know tugging at it like I just make this is what I do I just say you're allowed to touch it touch yourself you're allowed to do that but you just don't we don't do it in front of people don't do it in front of mom you know that's something you do in private but not shame him not shame your kids for doing that um having a healthy relationship with sex will go a long way for a kid in learning that their bodies it's okay to touch themselves it's okay to self-pleasure okay it's i don't give a fuck what anyone else might say it is okay and it is nature and sexuality is nature and yeah anyways um so I'm sharing that because about myself and personally, um, because it's liberating me to share that and because I went through all this and because I felt years of shame and acted out with it and I really feel like motivated to talk about this stuff and hopefully when all this shit blows over, I'm going to be working in some sort of space where I'm helping women step into their sexual energy and power in a healthy way and make um, peace with their past Um, because if you really learn how to utilize sexual energy in a healthy way it's fucking magical like sex energy is so powerful and um, yeah there's a lot same with men too you can use sex energy as well Um, but yeah so that's all the kind of stuff that's been coming up for me and it's just been intense times, yo. And something else I want to talk about um, that came up when I was on that retreat where me and some of the girls were around the fire. And one of them was asking, how do I 
how do I, how do I have sex with someone who, like, I feel like isn't just, you know, a fuck boy just, like, using you, basically? Um, how do I, like, have, can I have, basically, she was wanting to know, okay, she doesn't want to be a nun. She wants to have sex, but, like, she also doesn't want to just have sex with just anybody. And I wanted to kind of go into this because you can do this. This can be done. It just has to be conscious. You have to be conscious of, like, do you feel respected by this person? You don't have to... If that's really what you want, like, like, I don't want to have sex unless I'm in a committed relationship, then there's your decision. But if you really want to have sex, but you don't necessarily have to have the commitment yet, um... You can have sex with people and just um, it keep it kind of casual. And it can just be like you being able to bring yourself so present to just literally being with, with yourself. I mean, maybe before they come over, you whatever. And being like, this is just sex. I'm doing this because I want to just be present and enjoy this man or woman. And I don't have an expectation that this is going to mean something. Like, make, making sure your intention is just that you just want to be present and enjoy each other's bodies. Like, but if you have some intention, like, oh, he, this person's going to want to be with me if I do this, then you're setting yourself up for potential hurt because that's, you don't know if that's going to happen and that's not the key to a relationship just to have sex. Um, but, so really just being conscious and being present. Just be like, I want to have... Obviously, don't just have sex with anyone. Have sex with a man or woman that you feel like they value you. If that's something, like for me, I want to feel like this person values my presence. And if I get a sense of like, they don't, um, bye. Like, value me or go. So, same might apply to you. Someone that like you genuinely like, like the person who they are. Maybe they're like a friend that you have some sort of like foundation with. Um, you're comfortable. Like, it's really, um still you don't have to be a nun (laughs) you can have sex people and are people having sex right now during this this apocalypse i'm just kidding it's not the apocalypse feels like it um i wonder because what else is there to do are people having sex um are people having sex off apps how are the apps going with all this because i'm still on one that i was on before and i'm surprised how many dudes are on it's like are we gonna meet though like are we gonna meet at the grocery store we'll meet in the cereal aisle just have a quick combo (laughs) like where are you gonna meet you can meet see the only option is to quarantine and chill and like are you gonna quarantine and chill with a stranger that's how you die you wake up in a tub without kidneys and shit yo i ain't down i don't want to wake up with missing limbs but i also I'm lonely, yo. Like, being only able to basically interact with my family and my son is not jiving for me. I need connection. And you know what I'm realizing? My love addiction coming out. <laughs> it is, it's rearing its head. It's like, I want just like someone to come over and like, I want a man. I want a man around. I want to cuddle. I want to hook up. I'm not gonna lie. I want intimacy. And this shit sucks. <clears throat> and, um, I'm really annoyed at the timing of all this. Living my best life. Literally having the best time I've ever had dating. And living 
the best time. I was going to events. I was just bopping around, going on dates and having dinner. And it was fun. And now the universe is like, oh, yeah, you like dating, bitch? Well, now you can date for I don't know how motherfucking long. <sighs> Over it. Um, yeah. Anyways. I'm interested to know if people are still dating through all this shit. If you are, let me know. Write to me. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about dating right now. Um, Because that's such a big thing everyone wants to do. Everyone's low love addicted. Like, so what are all the love addicts doing right now? Freaking out? Fucking losing their shit? I wonder if, like, suicide rates and stuff are going to go up because I don't know how many people have to sit at home. And like I said, these people don't like reality. Now everyone has to face reality so hard right now. It's like, what didn't you like about your life? Well, now it's highlighted 10 times. Like, do we do something about it? I can't do anything about mine. What's mine going to do? I just got to wait for it to get easier. I have a four-year-old, guys. And don't judge me for the parenting stuff I said. Seriously, like, this shit's hard. Four-year-olds are irrational as fuck. There's no rationally rationality going on also boys i don't know if this is a thing but i've heard it is they live to torture their mothers it's like literally like my son i think he's just constantly looking for ways to make me insane it's like what can i break what can i do what does she like that i can throw or destroy it's just like it's terror Anyways, alright guys, I'm going to wrap this episode up. I hope you guys are doing well. If you're struggling, if you need someone to talk to, you know you can write to me. Call me. No, don't call me. You don't have my number. (laughs) Email me. Find me on the gram. Um, The huge. I want to do more like episode of like uh, codependency shit, but like, I don't know, man. I'm in a funk too, just like everyone. I'm still processing all this shit, so... All right. Hope you guys are 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 doing okay. Um, stay strong. Stay present. Stay conscious. Um, stay grounded. That's for sure. Don't fucking watch the news too much, guys. Don't be on this loop. It's just like this addiction loop of media. Just like, oh, look, watch the media, watch the news to get some sort of control feeling. You feel like you have a little bit of control, but then eventually you go back into like uh, hysteria. I mean, like, oh my god, I'm freaking out. Oh, wait, I'm okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm avoiding the news kind of a lot. It's helped me. So maybe it'll help you. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I might come out with another episode this week. Who really fucking knows, you know? <laughs> Unprecedented times. <laughs> All right. I love you. Bye.